change is dangerous. Hey, everybody, come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> Yo, wow. Yo, wow. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler are rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. What's up, Envy? It's Friday! Look at you, you got your good sweatsuit on today, I see you. Hey, 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 you know, I'm just trying to look a little cute, little, little fly, you know, it's Friday, I'm excited. What I'm is just, that voice? I don't know what voice that was, I'm just feel That's good, it's Friday, Friday voice. damn it. Who talks like that? Me! <laughs> you know I'm saying, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> Shout the butterfly from Southside, ow. I see everything was very active on social media yesterday. Yes, I, I seen that as well. Mm-hmm. Shout to, uh, I, I guess, because of our interview with Rick Ross, uh, Nicki Minaj replied, called Charlemagne a bunch of names. I saw one tweet. Did she call him a bunch of names? Oh, yeah. Well, in that one tweet, she called him a bunch of names. Let me she see. She said, pop your... Oh, that's not really a, twerk a name. Or whatever she, it was. That's activity. No, that's activity. Yeah. It was entertaining. We'll talk about that a little more. And I just want to say, Nicki Minaj is not banned from up here at all, right? Unless it's something I'm not aware of. No, she's not banned. I didn't... I, 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 I don't know what her. you and Charlotte may be doing, man, but I didn't ban her. I mean, no, I mean, I, I said I wasn't going to play her music at one time, but they squashed that out, so I'm I'm good with her. We've been playing her music ever since when they squashed her, you know, her and DJ Self squashed that out. I, we've been playing her music, but okay. I, she's never been banned, and nobody ever says she can't come up here. Do we play Hot Girl Summer in the morning? I play it in the mix every morning. It's not okay, in rotation as of yet. It should be, though. But I'm sure it will be shortly. Um, but yeah, no, Nicki Minaj is not banned. I don't know where she got that from, but... Who knows? Okay. I, I honestly don't know. But it's Friday, damn it, and I'm excited. Why are you so excited? Cause just because it's Friday? No, not only that. My um car show is uh, less than two weeks away, and mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. I put a lot into it. A lot of people don't know. You know, when people do car shows, when people do events sometimes, sometimes other people take care of it and they just put their name on it. But I totally have been doing it by myself with the help of Shout to Lincoln Tech, who's a, a, a huge sponsor and partner. But I've been doing a lot of it myself. I've been getting the cars. I've been getting the transportation, setting up the stage, setting up where the cars go. It's a lot of work, you know, uh, approving the cars, uh, security. Damn, people not get approved? Yeah, some people don't get approved. I mean, wow. if your car is, is not, I mean, because anybody wants to put their car in. Sometimes cars are not good enough to be in the show, in my Damn, opinion. ouch. Yeah, I mean, and then we don't. We have that's why my space. car didn't make it in. Well, that's why your car didn't make it. But we have limited space, so we have to, you know, get the, the cars that look the best because we really want to provide something for the people. And it's not just a car show. It's also a family day where we have uh, bouncies and jumpies. We have face painting. We have stilt walkers. Uh, we have uh, shout to Sephora. Sephora's actually going to come in and do facials for women for free. So we, okay, we got that coming in. Okay, face painting and facials. That's right. We got hair braiding where women can get their hair braided. So there's something for everybody at the show. You're stupid. I heard you. I'm just going to keep moving. Um, there's something for everybody Spooky at the car Friday. show. So this is the second annual car show. So I'm very, very excited for that. So it'll be very, very cool. It's September 7th. Uh, it's, you know. Amazing. Get your tickets. I didn't say amazing. It's going to be fabulous. You wanted to. I did want to. So I'm excited about that. You like, know, I'm going to be away and I'm actually flying back that morning just to be able to make it. That's amazing. To the car show. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's amazing. Because, you know what's really amazing about it? Is that I have Angela Yee Day coming up and I've been planning that myself too. Yes. And 
You're not going to be here for it. I know, but I'm helping you as much as I can. I'm trying to help you as <laughs> much as I can. That's why he feels bad. He keeps on being like, hey, I got 500 backpacks to give away. No, we're going we're to give away 500 backpacks for the kids. We do that every year, so we're going to do it at Angela Yee Day. We're going to do one in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Top Pop is going to be bringing uh, sparkling water and soda to the event to give to the kids and everybody. So I'm excited about Yee Day. I don't have my own day, so, so my one day is going to be Yee's Day. No, I'm just going to use your day. You're not there. All right, well, anyway, let's get the show started. Marlon Wayans will be joining us this morning. Yes, he will. Comedian, he has a new flick that's on Netflix today. It's called Sex Sextuplets. Yes. Now, Sex Tuplets is six kids, right? Mm-hmm. When it's a, six kids. When and he plays six all kids, right? six kids. Yeah, I seen a trailer. I wanted to watch it last night, but my wife wasn't home, and I know if I watched it without her, that's I'd get cheating. in trouble. Yeah, so I didn't watch it, but I'm going to watch it today. And also, Coach K... And P from Quality Control. The owners Music. and creators and founders of Quality Control. That's right. They have a compilation that comes out today. We'll kick it with them. And let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about some more of this Jay-Z NFL deal and hear what other people have to say about Jay-Z teaming up with the NFL. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Uh, pray for DeMarcus Cousins. Now, uh, Los Angeles Lakers, DeMarcus Cousins has suffered a torn ACL in his knee. So it looks like he'll be out uh, maybe the whole next season. So that sucks. And let's talk about our Brooklyn Nets also because the CEO, Brett Yarmark, is leaving after 14 years as mm-hmm. CEO of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that created BSE Global. He's the one that bought the Nets from Jersey to Brooklyn. So he's leaving. We don't know where he's going to, what are the job immediately, but... Uh, he believes he has one more chapter left in his career, so he's going to get a substantial exit package, according to the league sources. And, yeah, a lot going on with the Brooklyn Nets right now. Also, Brett Yormack's number two, our guy Mike Z, is leaving the Nets and uh, Brooklyn Sports and Entertainment. He's going to Rock Nation Sports, Okay. he'll be the president of sales. They also said that the owner of the Nets that own 49% he's is He's buying, gonna, yes, a majority. He's buying a majority of it, so... Shout out to the Nets. Nets is doing a lot of big things, man. I'm not mad at them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on right now. So, our, our Brooklyn Nets, as we like to call it. Now, let's talk more sports. Let's talk about Jay-Z and the NFL and their partnership. Mm-hmm. Some people are having issues, and I guess the announcement wasn't as well received as they hoped it would be. And apparently, uh, Jamil Hill wrote an article for The Atlantic where she talks about the joint media session between the NFL league commissioner Roger Goodell and Jay-Z at the Rock Nation offices. Mm -hmm. She said, I assume neither Goodell nor Jay-Z expected to be on the defensive once the NFL announced it would give Rock Nation, the music mogul's entertainment company, significant power in choosing the performance for the league's signature events, including the Super Bowl halftime show. Then she goes on to talk about what the issues are and why people were questioning him questioning Jay-Z, why he chose to collaborate with the same league that he'd publicly criticized for its treatment of Colin Kaepernick. This is the same Jay-Z who showed support for Kaepernick by wearing his jersey on SNL. On his mega hit song, Ape-ish, Jay-Z rapped this lyric, Once I said no to the Super Bowl, you need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone tell the NFL we in stadiums too. Uh, She goes on to say, now that the NFL has Jay-Z's blessing, it's conceivable that some of those entertainers who distance themselves from the NFL might change their mind. Jay-Z has given the NFL exactly what it wanted, guilt-free access to black audiences, culture, entertainers, and influencers. So there's a lot of people that have been saying that they didn't think it was a move that was in line with what's been going on in the NFL, and it's kind of how the NFL is trying to appease uh, black people. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I mean, Jay-Z has been one of those people that have done so much for the culture, so much for the community. So I would have to think that Hove has a, a bigger 
idea, a bigger plan. He's never done anything against us. He's always been supporting anything, supporting the movement. He's been bailing people out. He's been doing so much on the private way. He's never even said anything. So I can't go against that man. All That's right, me now, personally. Let's talk about another issue. Investor Stephen Ross, we've all heard about how everybody was upset that he was hosting a political fundraiser for Donald Trump. And he owns Equinox and SoulCycle. Well, apparently now Equinox is donating $5 million to charity. After that whole scandal, the gym will donate $1 million to five different charities. So I guess that's the answer to people now canceling memberships and not going to those SoulCycle classes anymore. And speaking of Donald Trump, he was in Manchester, New Hampshire, and he actually was fat-shaming somebody in his He's audience. He's crazy. That guy's got a serious weight problem. Go home, start exercising. Get him out of here, please. <laughs> He's crazy, Got a bigger man. problem than I do. Got a bigger problem than all of us. Yo, he's great. I mean, he don't care. It was, it was self-deprecating, too. I mean, he was like, yo, you got a bigger problem than me because I'm fat. Seen my and Donald ass? Trump can't the, talk about anybody's weight. But you the president shouldn't be doing that, I, I would all. assume. No Michelle one Obama be doing did that. it in a nice way. <laughs> she just had to do it, the get fit program or whatever. Yeah, but she ain't called somebody Obama fat. was like, just eat vegetables, go play outside. Yeah, but yeah, she, she is fighting childhood obesity and kids not playing. Yeah, say, yo, fatty, get the F out of here, fatty. Hey, get the fat Listen, man, man out of here. I, I, I ain't say that. I get it, but hey, whatever works. <laughs> I don't know if that works. People, people have different ways of motivating. He's worse than me. He's a fat ass. I'm just a little, like, By the way, that wouldn't make your ass go to the gym. You look at that guy and you like, That would make me want to be fatter. Not me. If Donald Trump disapproves of me, you're doing something right. No. If Donald Trump says you look worse than me, I'm taking, matter of fact, I'm taking him out to get surgery. Okay? I think Donald Trump thinks he's attractive, though. Uh, we have eyes. <laughs> I See, that's when I just have to go with the whole All right, well, that is your, your front mother. Page your, fatty, your mother! All right, anyway. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Call us up right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? It's Will, man. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, Charlamagne. Good morning. Peace, yeah. King. Good morning, up, Will. What's happening, brother? Uh, I just had one thing to say. Well, I got a couple things. First, Charlamagne. Yes, sir. Um, I heard... Advertising uh, for, for for him's um, hair growth. Yes, I was sir. Just wondering, uh, <laughs> does it make sense for a bald head man to advertise <laughs> hair growth? Does it make sense? It's not just hair growth, though. I mean, it's a good hair question. Growth, That's a great question. You know, it's 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 uh, libido. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know, you know being being it's wellness in general, physical wellness in general. The check clear, bro. Yeah. No. Right, I heard that. I'm, I'm, you you heard more than just a bald head on the commercial though, and I said it on the commercial. I got a bald head. You did, you did, you did. And I'm like, what the f***? This don't make no sense. Well, <laughs> you can't curse, sir. Uh, commercial, bald head. Okay, brother. Thank you for calling in. Have a good weekend, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? It's John. What's up, John? Get it off your chest. How you guys doing this morning? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. I'm great, I'm great. What's up, Charlemagne? What's up, King? I got a bone to pick with you, sir. But Talk to me. Like Talk to me. To but, but it's a compromise, too. So people always call you about being late. All right? Uh-huh. And you said your contract says you're supposed to be there, what, six after or something like that? 605. So, so 605, okay. My punctuality is pet peeve, but I'm going to let you live with your 605 as long as you come in the door saying, yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo,
If you do that every morning, I don't care what time you get there. As long as we know you oh, get Oh, my God. There. Yes, don't sir. I that. got you. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you, man. That's a great compromise. I'm with that. Oh, my goodness. Hello, who's this? Snackman. Oh, oh my God, Snackman, our resident comedian. What's up, Snackman? He's Snack not man? our resident comedian. He must be doing it at your house. I thought you were locked up, Snackman. Where you Thank been? You. Good, good morning, Angela. Uh, I wrote a new joke for you. You okay. hear anybody else up here? Y'all be trying to make fun of him. All right, go ahead, man. We're ready, Snackman. All right, um... How can you tell when you're in a relationship with a black woman? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. It's okay, Snackman is not black. I just want to point that out. Go ahead. You see her with her wig off. As if black women are the only women that wear wigs? Yeah, you Shut know up. what? Every, all races wear wigs. Shut your dumb ass up. I want to come to your shows one day just to boo the hell out of you. Where your next show at? He hung up on his own. I didn't oh. even have to hang up on him. Damn. I want to come to his show and just heckle the hell that out of him. That wasn't a good one. Boo! Get it off your chest. Race, race, race jokes Five better be funny. 105.1. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Reggie from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. What's up, Reggie? Get good it off your chest, bro. Good morning, all y'all, to, uh, on the Breakfast Club. Um, I just got a quick question for Envy. Yes, sir. I, I know you heard. I know you said that you was a uh, real Jay Z bias, but you don't think he did nothing wrong by leading black people uh, a little bit out the way by even with Hillary Clinton. With Hillary Clinton, I mean, if that's the case, it was a lot of black people that led, uh, you know, people out of the way, including us. Like, what was what was the alternative in that election? You see what the alternative yeah, we, was? Yeah, we got the alternative. <laughs> we got you the happy alternative. With that? Yeah. Yeah, the alternative was that they had us believing she was gonna win on every station. They saw that she was gonna win by a landslide and. Oh, my brother, you, 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 that's why people got to go out there and vote. But we cannot stop. The, we cannot uh, absolve the fact that there was Russian interference, and we that is a fact, right? So we don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we don't know what happened. She she did get four million more of the popular vote, you know. So I mean, we don't know. Something wasn't right in the water. But I, I know in twenty, I know in twenty. Couldn't win with Hove though on her side. My God, why do y'all listen? Hove is just a man. Yeah, Hove is not God. Like, what do you? Why do y'all think that Hove is like the leader of all black people? No, he's not. He, he's just a man, but he's a very influential man. He's, he's is. He is. He is. He is. And he plays. He uses and, and, influence and, 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 for good. He knows how to use that power. He did slightly try to get the black people to vote with her. I mean, he, that's all I'm saying. We so all the, did. What was the alternative? <laughs> what was the alternative? Donald Trump. Yeah, but they wasn't saying that. They said she oh. was gonna win. They oh had my me, God. He had me believe it. Well, we, we, she didn't, for whatever reason. Well, who you voting for next year? I'm just curious. You going to vote for Donald Trump? I'm voting for Charlemagne. I might run. I'm thinking about running for mayor. All right. All right well, thank One you, day. man. I don't know if I'm going to vote for uh, Charlemagne, though. You wouldn't right, vote for you. me for mayor? Mayor of what? New York. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Well, it depends. depends. Y'all voting for de Blasio, so <laughs> shut up. And Giuliani, so y'all don't love yourselves. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Yee. Good morning. What's up, Envy? What's up, brother? Chilling, chilling. It's your boy Gary. Just getting y'all a call saying what's up. What's, what's happening, up, Gary? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Hey, that boy Trump, right? I'm that boy Trump. He's saying this person. Yeah, I'm listening to how he's saying this person at the rally yesterday, calling him fat. And he needs, I mean, if you got to hit him like that, you got to hit him like that. You know, that boy just like you, Charlotte, man. He's straight up. He's to the point. He don't care what come out they of They are mouth. just alike. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 come out of his mouth, listen, when it comes, yeah, when it comes to communication, we are just alike, and that's the problem with the Democrats now. They don't understand that the language of politics is dead. You got to talk straight to the American people, right? And that's so what Donald Trump is doing. No, I'm not a Republican. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a, Republican. I'm, a, I'm an effective communicator, and Donald Trump is an effective communicator. Say what you want about him. His, he he lies you, all right. the time. But he says things that aren't true. That's, that's not effective. But those lies are clear and concise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I say, if I point at Angela and say, her hair is red, and it's clearly black, I said it in a confident, concise way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, I don't know. The language of politics is dead. Get on the show, ye. On what show? On the podcast, on lip service. What do you do? He's what getting. Do you mean? I have a podcast, Convict the Conversation. All right, well, today's Freaky Friday, so let me hear your lip service topic. My lip service topic. All right, man. It oh, my God. Be about some, it would definitely be about some freaky sex. Like what? Okay, all right. We'll, we'll, eating ass, uh, whatever, you we'll, feel? Okay. All of that good stuff. See, that's good messaging right there. We know exactly <laughs> what you would right. talk about on lip service. You have a good one. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely like envy with the deal, though, though. See, right? That's uh, good messaging. You, 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 you got to come on. That's good messaging. You know what I'm saying? We know exactly what Envy likes now. <laughs> Goodbye. You know what I'm saying? Get it Tell them what's next, Envy. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. I want to talk about... When we talking about Bay's tail wagging and his <laughs> popping and his uh, giggling, when we talking about See, that? See, that, that ain't good messaging. <laughs> that was direct. Because we don't, we don't know what we're talking about. Who's your Bay? You! Okay. All right. Now, what was, what's my... <laughs> <laughs> See, you got to speak directly to the people. <laughs> <laughs> what we talk about in the room, G? Uh, I guess we can talk about what you want to talk about. That's right. When we come back, we're going to talk about Charlemagne's tail wagging, hey. popping, hey. and giggling. And giggling. That's right. That's a talk- good Friday today. <laughs> that's a good Friday, baby. That's, that's right. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Really even start. I got in, in, in the dog. What? I don't know. I like that Drake song. Who's that? Drake and Ross, right? Yeah. Money in the Grave? Yep, yep, yep. It's a tough tune. Morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Nicki Minaj was not too excited about our interview with Rick Ross. And that's because of some questions that were asked. Now, Nicki Minaj was on Joe Button's podcast, and she had this to say about Rick Ross name-dropping her. I went and sat down in a meeting with Obama, and Ross was there and texted dude after the meeting and said, yo, this chick is a keeper. She went in a, whole, in a room full of rappers and spoke to Obama, and the first thing out of her mouth was about you and and figuring out your probation situation and why you're still on probation after all these years and then you come out on an album when it's time to sell some weak ass an album and try to disrespect Nicki Minaj boy sit your fat ass down damn she Donald Trump now what if Trump would have said that to the guy in the crowd yesterday that would have been foul. That would have been foul. <laughs> <laughs> so keep right. going, Yee. I'm going to keep going right now. Now, Rick Ross was on The Breakfast Club, and here's what he had to say about Nicki Minaj's comments about him. I mean, if somebody went in to meet Obama with you, she is a keeper until you find out otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> she was playing a very important position at the time. She was in between Meek and Drake at the time. And what she don't know and she may not understand, playing that position, that was a very fragile role. It will be very easy to put that responsibility on her. Mm-hmm. But that ain't what I tried to make it to. But most definitely when I seen it go go to sour, it would be easy to assume she may have had something to do with that. And if somebody tell you they didn't, they lying. 
Okay, so he was making assumptions about her role mm-hmm. in that beef with Meek and, and Drake. Now, this is all over a line that he had in his song, Apple of My Eye. He said, I told Meek I wouldn't trust Nikki. Instead of beefing with your dog, you just give him uh, some distance. So that's the line that she was referring to when she was on Joe Button's podcast. Now, after that, she took to Twitter and says, Charlamagne gets so excited when he thinks someone about to say something negative about me. That tail get to wagging. Mm-hmm. That little pee, as in vagina, get to popping. Hey, mm-hmm. The tail wagging. He get to giggling. popping. There the giggle go. <laughs> they banned me from the show, but always talking about me. I'm pulling up because we in New York soon. I'd rather be invited, though, just saying. Uh, what part of I love you, Nicki Minaj, don't you understand? The right? whole part. Nicki has never, first of all, Nicki has never been banned. Nope. That is a bold-faced lie. Yeah, we saw you said that to page six. There was never a problem with her. We never banned her from the radio station. There's not a consequence to what she has said now or in the past. I don't know why she's saying that. And you also said that you guys talk on the phone, text each other, and said rappers are going to be rappers and said it's wrestling. Now, I'm not saying we text and we talk on the phone all the time on the regular, but if Nikki has an issue, she'll call me. Or if Nikki has an issue, she'll text me. When's the last time you spoke to her? Uh, on, uh, on text, I think it was October. It might have been October last year. Oh, that's a while ago. Yeah, that's yeah, a long time ago. ago. That that's like, damn near a year ago. I said, if that, the, one, the last phone call I remember. But the text was like October of last year. I texted and I said, yo, I'm sending you positive energy mm-hmm. and, and blessings. Wish you the best. And she hit me back and said, thank you, my brother. Like, it's all good. But hey, I don't know, man. Let your tail be wagging. Tail be wagging and pee be popping. Be popping. I do like that description. You get the little giggling that's on a you. Good, that's a good Friday night. Your tail yeah. start wagging, your pee start popping, and you do a little, do a little giggle. <laughs> she ain't never lied. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> also, it's not like we just bought Nikki up for no reason. She said that on Joe Budden's podcast. Ross was here. So, of course, we asked him about but it. But Rick Ross did say she's doing her thing. Yeah, and we ain't even put the extra sauce on it. We ain't even played a sit your fat ass down for Ross. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could have put the extra sauce on well, it. Well, Ross always been called Fat Boy, so he probably don't really care about that. But she is not banned. He calls himself that. the breakfast club. Yeah, so, only- she's welcome to come up here next week. Now, Safari is banned. Correct. It'd be definitely banned so far. What does that have to do with this? I don't know. Yeah, wait, what does one have to do with the other? <laughs> I mean. All right, now let's get ready see, for something I else. Be petty right now and say something. Say it. No, because it's not it's not true. So why say it? But if, it would just be a joke, but people would take it out of context. I want to hear this joke. Say, what are you Let me hear the joke. Say? Stop the music. Let me no, hear it. No, 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 okay, okay. No, 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 go ahead, say no, it. Nope. Nope. I won't. I love you, Nicki Minaj. I see your tail wagging. I see your, wagging. I see your okay. pee popping. <laughs> pee popping. And you're about to start giggling. Got a few more hours, though. I don't know how long I can keep this one in. <laughs> I got a good one in the clip. Just to... <laughs> if he's heard right, it. If he's heard it, he liked it. That's why you want me to repeat. <laughs> I got a good one in the clip. Got I'm a, Angela Gee, and that's your rumor report. You got to go in. Chill out. I ain't going to front. You got to go in. It made me chuckle. I chuckle. You need to stop. It's giggling, man. I, yo, it, it'll make you in giggle, too. In the tail wagging. In the pee popping. Front page news next, man. I hate y'all. What are we talk about next? Uh, we are going to be talking about our Brooklyn Nets. You know, they have a brand new owner. Somebody is going to buy the entire Brooklyn Nets. And you know how much that costs? How much? We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Play no games. Play no games. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast What's Club. Happening? Let's get in some front page news. Prayers up to Demarcus Cousins. Of course, he just went, went just went to the Lakers, but it looks like he's going to be out the season. He suffered a torn ACL. 
That sucks, Ouch. man. So his uh, he had a Vegas workout, and it looks like he's going to be out the season next year. Yeah, that sucks, man. And that sucks because, you know, DeMarcus Cousins was due to get one of those big, 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 big paydays at some point. But right. then he had the first injury. Now he got this injury. He's going to be out next season. That, I don't know, that, that, that has to hurt. Yeah, he went to Golden State last year. I, I, I'm sure he was chasing a ring. That didn't happen. Went to the Lakers, was teaming up with uh, Anthony and uh, LeBron, LeBron James. James, and then this happened. So we'll see what happens, man. But definitely prayers up to him. What else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about our Brooklyn Nets. Looks like Alibaba co-founder Dosai is signing that deal for the Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, he paid $1 billion last year for 49% of the team. The owner of Alibaba owns the Nets? I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. And now... He got money, money. He's paying $1.35 billion for the balance of the team. So, altogether, that is $2.35 billion for the Nets. In addition to that, he's supposed to be buying the Barclays, and that's a $700 million deal. So, altogether, he'll be paying... $3 billion for the team and the arena. Sheesh. Now that's money. Uh, in the meantime, the CEO of the Nets, after 14 years, Brett Yormark, is leaving. So they just made that announcement yesterday. He's ending his 14 years with the franchise. He bought the Nets from New Jersey to Brooklyn. So best of luck to Brett Yormark. All right. Now let's discuss your president, Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump was talking, and he said, you know, he doesn't like when people go against him or protest him. Mm -hmm. So one of the protesters stood up, had something to say, and here is how Donald Trump responded. That guy's got a serious weight problem. Go home, start exercising. Get him out of here, please. Got a bigger problem than I do. Got a bigger problem than all of us. Sheesh, Donald Trump. This guy is disgusting. All right, and this is a really sad story. What guy is disgusting? The guy he was talking about? Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump. Oh, you got to be, you know, yeah, gotta be to clear. Talk, to talk about people like that. I don't even know what the guy looked like. I just know what he said. Or what he, what he, he must said look pretty bad if Trump says he looks worse than him. Mm. Okay? I don't know about Trump's vision on things. Trump either. is crazy. He says whatever. He, he cares about nobody. But he says it in a very direct, concise way. That's why he registers with people. His messaging is very, very clear because we ain't even see that man. Right. We know that man was fat. Fat ass! <laughs> yeah, All right. Sheesh. Yeah. All right, now, a captain at a Rhode Island detention facility, he has now been placed on administrative leave, and that is because he decided to drive a truck toward a line of protesters who were demanding that the center cease its cooperation with U.S. ICE. And, um, and witnesses said that there were five people who were hospitalized, mm. according to the group that organized the protest. So you can't even peacefully demonstrate out of one of these facilities. And then the captain went and drove into the people that were actually protesting peacefully. So that detention facility said that um, Captain Thomas Woodworth has been placed on administrative leave pending the results of two investigations. That's an independent investigation and also an investigation being conducted by the facility and the Rhode Island State Police. (sighs) All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, let's talk about Jay-Z yesterday. Jay-Z announced that he's uh, partnering up with the NFL. You want to talk about that a little bit, yeah? Yeah, we talked about uh, Jay-Z, and he was with the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell. They did a joint media session at the Rock Nation offices, and they were talking about their partnership. So Jay-Z is going to be helping uh, deal with all their entertainment that they do for the NFL, for their signature events, like the Super Bowl halftime show, mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Rock Nation, and they'll also help out with the NFL's social justice initiatives. They're going to help develop content and spaces so that players can speak about the issues that concern them. So does that mean they're still not supposed to be doing things 
on the field or during the game. Nah, they, I mean, they're partnering with Impact, Ch- Impact Change. Impact Change already exists in the NFL, and um, they're focusing on education and economic advancement, police and community relations, and criminal justice reform, and they're just making sure organizations that support those causes get that money. Jay said in, Jay said in the press conference, he wants, he, he wants people to still kneel. He doesn't care if people still kneel. So what's the NFL's take on that now? And what did Roger Goodell say about kneeling? Can you still kneel? What did Roger Goodell say about kneeling? Roger Goodell said he wanted people to protest however they wanted to protest or something like that. But I will say this so about yes, the NFL. So yes, they can kneel. Yeah, they can still kneel. Okay. They still kneeling now. Salute to Kenny Still, salute to Eric Reed. All of those guys still kneel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of people were kind of mad that Jay-Z partnered up with the NFL. And you have uh, Jamil Hill, what she had to say about it. She wrote it. a also, whole article Nessa for The Atlantic. Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did they say? Uh, she said, this is the same Jay-Z who showed support for Kaepernick by wearing his jersey on Saturday Night Live on his mega hit song, Ape-ish. Jay-Z rapped his lyric, once I said no to the Super Bowl, you need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we in stadiums too. She said, now that the NFL has Jay-Z's blessing... It's conceivable that some of those entertainers who distance themselves from the NFL might change their mind. Jay-Z has given the NFL exactly what it wanted, guilt-free access to black audiences, culture, entertainers, and influencers. I don't understand why you can't support Colin and want him to be in the league and acknowledge that he is being blackballed, but still want what Jay-Z is doing with the NFL to work. Now, do we have, uh, I think Nessa said some stuff too, do you have her comments? No? Uh, yes, Nessa actually took to uh, social media. You have to media. all Nessa comments. All them curse words. That's what she said. That's the sound like Nas in 2002. Jeesh. All that ether she delivering, the yeah. whole. No, yeah, she definitely wasn't happy about it. We'll get more into that, though. We'll tell you what everybody has Let's to say. Let's talk about it. And we'll have Jay-Z's audio for you as well. And, more, right. and more importantly, I want to hear from the people. You know That's what I'm right. saying? 1-800-585-1051. This is a people's show. Mm-hmm. I want to have this conversation with the people. Some... And Jamel Hill's main thing was she doesn't think that Jay-Z was getting enough out of this partnership. She said it's the part of their strategy to absolve itself of what happened to the quarterback and throw enough money at social justice causes so that the players will no longer feel the need to protest or keep their opinions about racial injustice far away from the football field. It just seems weird that we would think Jay-Z would allow himself to be used. Like, if you think Hove is a token, then you simply think White Ice is colder because... Well- Let's, let's talk about it when we come back. This. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. Let's have this discussion this morning. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Jay-Z. He partnered up with the NFL, and some people are upset about that. Now, let's talk about it. Now, we have some audio, Yee? Uh, yes. Here is Jay-Z speaking at the press conference about why he did the deal and how it's not enough just to kneel. Let's move past that. I think we've passed kneeling. Yeah, I think it's time to go into uh, actionable items. I think everyone knows what the issue is. And I'm not, again, so to be clear, I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process. But now we all know what's going on. What are we going to do? How are we going to stop? Because the kneeling was not about a job. It was about injustice. Let me bring attention to injustice. Everyone's saying, how are you going forward? And Cap doesn't have a job. This wasn't about him having a job. You know, I, I, I just want to say, let's be clear. You know, as Jay-Z said, Colin Kaepernick's protest absolutely worked. It raised awareness to an issue, 
And because of that awareness, millions of private citizens across America, as well as corporations, they've taken action. And in order to be successful and sustain any process of meaningful change, both awareness and action are necessary. So with that said, I don't understand why anyone is upset with the action Jay-Z is taking. If you're a black man that plays in the NFL, wants to play in the NFL, you make a living off the NFL, you should be happy you have someone in the NFL that is from your culture and understands your interest in that league, making sure that NFL teams in the league continue to support the programs that are helping our community, period. And that's the sentiment I got from so many people that are actually playing in the league now. Right, right and but- I can't ju- I can't judge anybody, nor can I say what they're doing, but if if people hate the league so much, why why play for that league? You know what I mean? If, if, if I didn't like this job, I just wouldn't work for this job. That's how I feel. And, you know, people say, well, you know, look at Kaepernick. Kaepernick still hasn't said anything that I, I'm knowledgeable of. And then Kaepernick did a deal with Nike, and I'm happy for his deal with Nike. But Nike still has relationships with the league. Nike sponsors the NFL. Nike still sponsors the NFL. So what's the difference? What Like, you know, what's the difference? I just know what Jay-Z has done for our community, whether it's, it's been giving back, it's been bailing people out, it's been really pushing the culture forward. So for him to do a partnership, I can't say, you know what, He's doing it for the wrong reasons. The man is filthy rich, so he's not doing it for the money. He's not doing it because he wants to perform the Super Bowl. He's not doing it for those things. So what is he doing it? For my opinion, it's because he wants to be in those meetings. He wants to be at the table. He has a seat at the table. That's what I think. Well, uh, Jamel Hill wrote this article, Jay-Z helped the NFL banish Colin Kaepernick for the Atlantic. And she also says in this article, I don't question Jay-Z's commitment to social justice or his his desire to empower African-Americans. She talks about him using his platform to have those conversations and producing that Trayvon Martin series and also the miniseries on Khalif Browder and all of that. She said, I don't believe Jay-Z is a sellout because his track record proves otherwise, but it does seem like he's being used as a cover or at best a buffer. I don't understand how we can run down Ho's resume of his activism and him helping people. How could we do all that but then think he would allow himself to be used? Like, if you think Hove is a token, then you simply think White Ice is colder because I was at that press conference. What I saw was the NFL partnering with a powerful black man. Like, we talk about a seat at the table. They had that meeting in Rock Nation. Hove's house, you know what I'm saying, sitting at one of his tables in his boardroom. That's where that white man Roger Goodell was at. So we got to start recognizing our own power to create change, man. All that ha- all those hashtags and stuff is great. It raises awareness. But you got to be about that action. And I want to say I love Colin Kaepernick, all right? And I would love to see Colin back in the league. But I also like real change and not just symbols of change. And I don't understand why anyone would think Jay is doing this for any other reason other than he thinks he can make a real change. Well, Colin Kaepernick's longtime girlfriend, Nessa, said, I don't mind you doing a business deal, but I do mind you wrapping it in social justice when you're working with an organization that denies someone an opportunity. I'm going to start calling Ness, uh, Nas Nitty because Ness is coming like Nas in 2002 with the eat the she putting on hold. But listen... The deal may work, it may not work, but either way, he tried. And I don't understand why black people would root against that, because if if it's not this, what's the plan? Like, we all don't have to have the same course of action. We just need to have the same goal. So once again, if not this, what's the plan? The only only course that I had was, I'm not even sure, because I I wasn't at the press conference. Did Jay say he spoke to Colin Kaepernick, and then Nessa said that wasn't true, that he did not speak, that they didn't have a conversation? He spoke to Colin earlier this week before, before the press release came out. Okay. So they had a conversation about what he was about but to it was, do. I don't he, think he, he, he did. Did he tell no, him? He didn't have a con- he didn't yeah. have conversations with him about the deal that he structured prior, but he called him this week to let him know, like, hey, this is the announcement that's about to be made. This is what I'm doing. Okay. And I don't see the problem. Like, Rock Nation and Impact Change are focusing on education and economic advancement, police and community relations, criminal justice reform. They making sure organizations that support those causes get that money. What? Is the problem, people? All right, well, like, let's, I don't understand. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? 
Hi, sorry I had to take y'all off mute. My name's Jesse. Hey, Jesse, what, um, what did you think about Jay-Z partnering up with the NFL? I think that it's a positive change. I um, The only negative um, feedback I've seen from um, white people was from Tommy Loren. And I feel like um, for all the black people who feel like this is a negative thing, it really doesn't take much to divide us. And real change comes from within. And if you want to see um, a more, more diverse faces and more black people in these positions of power, then you have to allow them to do it the way that they can do it so they can make real change. You're okay, absolutely you, right. Yo, she just brought up a good point. We're not looking at the other side. Uh, all those conservatives that watch the NFL, they so mad about this deal. Tommy Lauren was like, oh, NFL doing a deal with a drug dealer. Right. Like, that, that, you ain't looking at the other side of the game. The other right. side of the game isn't ups- is happy about this. Well, 800-585-1051, we're asking, what are your thoughts with Jay-Z partnering up with the NFL? And it's just funny to me, people are so upset. And, and But you watch, the, you watch NFL every weekend. You I don't think that people team. are questioning Jay-Z's commitment to the community. What people are questioning is what the motives of the NFL were in doing this partnership. And, 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 and that's why we all have to collectively, if we, if we, if we, if we want to have a real protest, the protest should be, hey, let's not watch the NFL until they give Colin Kaepernick a job. Like, let's have the protest specifically about that. They blackballed Colin Kaepernick. So if you want to do something, how about boycott the NFL, protest the NFL because they didn't give that man a job? But then let me ask you a question. What, what part of it do you boycott? Because it's not the NFL that's saying that's not giving him a job. It's each particular it's the team. the owners. The owners of each particular team that are not hiring him. So who who do you who do you boycott against? Because, you know, Roger Goodell said he could sign whoever team he wants to. Roger Goodell did say that in the press conference, but the NFL, y'all not slick. Y'all put out that video of the press conference and cut out all my questions to Roger Goodell and his answers, okay? But we got the audio. That's because your tail be wagging, your my be popping. Poppin and right. I be giggling. That's why. Right. <laughs> 800-585-1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Jay-Z's partnership with the NFL. People are upset about this. People are mad. Mm-hmm. You don't understand what's going on. So we're just taking your phone calls and just asking your thoughts. Uh, we have Marcus on line three. Marcus, good morning. Yo, what's up, Envy, Charlamagne? Peace, and, King. Uh, Lisa, you got... What's up, so, bro? I think um, I don't, I don't like the, the Jay-Z move just because the picture that was painted. I don't want to see him sitting there with Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell is just high as hell. I want to see him sitting with the owners that said, if you kneel, you won't play for my team ever again. The owners that said, we can't have the inmates running the asylum. So well, he died. Him, that, the owner that said that died. That was the owner of the Houston Texans. He's dead. Yeah, he, he died. But you know that thought, most of those owners have that same thought. Well, Hope sits, Hope sits with Robert Kraft all the time. You know, Robert Kraft is on Hove's board for the reform uh, initiative. Robert Kraft is the clout chaser. You you, you know that. You see that. <laughs> I don't. I, you saw him dancing with Cardi on stage. <laughs> I was there actually. If the, real, if the real issue was the owners could sit there and say, you know what? Now we'll listen. We'll do something great. But him sitting with Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell just hired help. All right. Thank you, brother. Olivia. Good morning, Olivia. Good morning. How you doing this morning? I'm good. How are y'all? Great. I'm good, Olivia. Hey. Hey. Now, we're talking about Jay-Z partnering up with the NFL. What do you think? Okay. I think that regardless if he's right or wrong, which in my first gut reaction, I thought he was wrong, but the optics are just bad. Like, you can't go sit up in a room full of white people and be like, we're past kneeling, because there's nothing that the NFL can do besides spread awareness as well. 
like... Hold on, we got to talk optics for a second. Uh, that room was at Rock Nation. It wasn't a bunch of white it people. Was in, it was in Rock Nation's boardroom. And really, the only white person in there was, like, Roger Goodell. And, like, three or four of the reporters was white. So what are we talking about? <laughs> It looked like it was a bunch of white people. Perception is reality. And then he's laughing with them. And he's laughing with them talking about, uh, do you know what? why we kneel? Do you know why we kneel? Do you know why we kneel? The problem wasn't knowing. The problem was doing something about it. That's what the whole time I, I, don't feel I got. Like, I, I'm just I saying. I feel like the okay. NFL can do anything about it either. I will say this. Besides spread awareness. I but, think, that, but, but that's the point. Colin Kaepernick raised awareness. And what Jay-Z said was the kneeling worked. The protest worked. He raised awareness. Now it's time for action. And you have to have action. You have to have awareness and action in order to sustain any meaningful change. Did he talk about any specific actions that they're going to do? Like, this is what we're doing now. We're implementing yes. this. Rock Nation had this they're happening. Fo- yes, they're focusing on education and economic advancement, police and community relations, criminal justice reform. And they're making sure those organizations that support those type of causes get that money. So they said with organizations and everything, and they talked specifically, or just this is in it can general. Be any what organization, we're doing. The, the players get the the players get to pick okay. what organizations the money goes to. Somebody in the room asked him, "Would Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights camp get some of this money?" And he was like, "Of course." Tyler. Hey, good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning. What are your thoughts, bro? Uh, long time listener, first time caller. Thank you. My thoughts. <laughs> no problem. My thought is basically everything Jay-Z does is a chess move, so I don't understand why people feel like he would go against the culture. I don't understand that either. That's mind-boggling yep. to me. Like, I want to know who has cachet in the culture. <laughs> like, who? Because it seems like nobody has any type of cachet. But, you know, it's a bold Thank move, and I think you had to anticipate that some people were going to have an issue with it, as I'm sure he anticipated. So now it's time to show and prove. So I'm sure you make an announcement like that. Mm-hmm. No yeah, one, sees any, so no much, one sees any actions yet. And I don't think people question the fact that Jay-Z's done great things. But now everybody's watching to see what's going to happen next. And I think making this uh, press conference and making this announcement was definitely going to get you some backlash. And I feel like I'm sure he anticipated that. Yeah, and I, but listen, I have no problem with people trying to change things from within. I have no problem with engages or resistance. I just think everybody needs to breathe and give things a second and, and let's see what happens. And once again, I love Colin Kaepernick and I would love to see Colin back in the league, but I also like real change and not just symbols of change. And I don't understand why anyone would think Jay is doing this for any reason other than he thinks he can make a real change. It may work, it may not work, but either way he tried and I don't understand why black people would root against this because if it's not this, what's the plan? Well, let's let's take some more phone calls. Phone lines are lit up. 800-585-1051. We'll take some more calls when we come back. We're talking about Jay-Z, his partnership with the NFL. How does it make you feel? What are your thoughts? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Jay-Z, his partnership with the NFL. What are your thoughts? All right, that's what we're asking. We just opened up the phone lines. Now, if you missed it, we have some audio of Jay-Z talking about his partnership. Let's hear it. I think we've passed kneeling. Yeah, I think it's time to go into uh, actionable items. I think everyone knows what the issue is. And I'm not, again, so to be clear, I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process. But now we all know what's going on. What are we going to do? How are we going to stop? Because the kneeling was not about a job. It was about injustice. Let me bring attention to injustice. Everyone's saying, how are you going forward? And Cap doesn't have a job. This wasn't about him having a job. Now, everybody wasn't too pleased with this partnership. Jamel Hill actually uh, 
did a write-up on it. What did she say, Yi? Uh, Jamel Hill did a whole article for The Atlantic, and she talks about, it's called Jay-Z helped the NFL banish Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, don't, she, I don't agree with that either. And she said, I assume neither Goodell nor Jay-Z expected to be on the defensive once the NFL announced it would give Rock Nation uh, significant power in choosing the performers for the league's signature events. But she goes on uh, to talk about how he was one of the people that advised Travis Scott not to perform at the Super Bowl. And she said, she talks about why he said he did that, because he would be playing second fiddle to Maroon 5. It had nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick, he said. Also, uh, she said, she feels like this is the NFL strategy to absolve itself of what happened to the to Colin Kaepernick and throw enough money at social justice causes so players will no longer feel the need to protest. All right, so we're just asking, taking your calls. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Professor Kenny. How y'all doing this morning? What's, What's up, up, Professor, Professor Kenny? Kenny? How's it going this Talk morning, to me, Ken. You a real professor? I'm doing well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm a professor at CCBC. I used to work at Bowie State University, so okay. I'm out in Maryland. Respect to you. I appreciate it. So I wanted to call because we got to realize that protest is for mobilization. It's a vehicle, right? So we have to realize that the vehicle is to get us to the next stage. Yes. And everybody has to know their position as far as their front. So if you're a marcher, you're marching. If you're on the ground, we love you for that. We need you. But if you're in the boardroom, we need you too. And that's what Jay's doing. He's the, he's our seat at the table. We got to take advantage of that. And it's crazy that you're a professor and they listen to you when you say that. But if I say that, then they're like, man, Charlamagne, shut your list, Tony. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're absolutely right. The protest worked. It raised awareness to an issue. And exactly. because of that awareness, millions of private citizens across America have taken action. We've mobilized. And in order to be successful and sustain any process of meaningful change, both awareness and action are necessary. Well, let's go to one more caller. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's your name? Oh, this is Marcia. Hey, Marcia. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. But listen, Charlemagne. Yes, you baby. Know, you were um, instrumental in saying the same thing that JC is repeating um, about saying that um, Kaepernick doesn't have a job, Charlemagne. I love you. But sometimes you must also understand what before you speak, you at least let our people, because um then you people you're so instrumental and you know influential i should say that people hang on to your every word and start repeating these things so yes Charlemagne, you started that in my opinion i heard you say that i started also, what i don't even know <laughs> what did i start oh you had said um that kaepernick did not have a job you had made a statement i think it was monday or tuesday yeah he's when, black um, he, he's blackballed from the nfl but you oh, hold on, yeah. hold on, mama, hold on, hold on, mama. She's a little all over the place. Hello, who's this? Talk to her. What's your name? Oh yeah, my name's Tariq. Hey, what's up, Tariq? We're asking your questions uh, on Jay Z partnering up with the with the uh, NFL. I feel a hot take coming. Yeah, man. I, I think um, honestly, man, I feel like it's a good move um, okay. on Jay Z. I agree hundred percent. He right. You know, he been he been we've been doing this kneeling thing for what two years now. It's like all right. So now what? What's the next move? You know, and and Jay Z put himself in a position of power. You can't have change without power. And nobody nobody wants to acknowledge that. Look what he did with hip-hop. You know, um, so I, I, I definitely don't think Jay-Z got involved in this for the wrong reasons. I feel like he's going to bring change. And he, he is in the, he's in the meetings now. He's at the table now. And, and now he can bring change. And if so I'm anxious to sit back and see what he's going to do. And if there's anybody that, that, that knows how to move in a room full of vultures, it's Hove. Absolutely. NFL Shady, it needs to be taken over. All, All right. right. Well, what's the moral of the story? I mean, the moral of the story for me, man, is that, you know, I just think everybody needs to, you know, give it a beat, take a moment, breathe. And, and I would say also the protests were never about K 
cap not having a job. They were about police brutality and social justice. If we need to start a protest to get cap back in the league, then we possibly should do that. But the original protest to raise awareness to social injustice that cap started, that worked. And that's an issue close to a lot of players' hearts started by Kaepernick, and now the league wants to do something about it, and Hove is assisting in that. I don't see the problem. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Well, since we're talking so much Jay-Z talk, let's talk about him partnering up with Will Smith. We'll tell you what they're invested in. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Dave Chappelle. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Club. So listen up. Well, Dave Chappelle and Netflix back together again for his fifth stand-up special. It's called Sticks and Stones. So in order to promote that this is coming up, Netflix did put out a one-minute teaser as Dave Chappelle is randomly walking through a desert and you get to hear Morgan Freeman. This is Dave. He tells jokes for a living. Hopefully he makes people laugh. But these days, it's a high-stakes game. What the f*** is this? But what do I know? I'm just Morgan Freeman. Anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you say anything, you risk everything. But if that's the way it's got to be, okay, fine. (laughs) He's back, folks. If, If it's the special that I saw him do on Broadway... Amazing. Well, Sticks and Stones is will is going to premiere Monday, August twenty sixth. And I'm not even. I've I've never been like big on Dave Chappelle stand up like that. Mm, you haven't? Nah. I like. I mean, I like the sketch comedy. I mean, I always thought like Killing Me Softly and all that stuff. Was I cool. love Killing Me mm-hmm. Softly. But I never was like huge on him like I am with Chris Rock, right? But the one he did on Broadway, crazy, amazing. All right, can't wait to see it. All right, now Jay Z and Will Smith have invested in an Airbnb like camping app. It's called Hip Camp. So they've gotten $25 million in their latest round of fundraising, and Jay-Z's Marcy Venture Partners and Will Smith Dreamers VC Fund are part of those investments that they've gotten. So what is this app? Well, what they're able to do is give you unique camping sites. They provide a welcome respite from you from using your technology and all of that. It's an inclusive community that values the environment, preservation, and the great outdoors. So that's why they've decided to do that, spend more time outside, and enjoying the fresh air and all of that hip camp. I disagree. I don't like any of it. Okay? What about all of the black campers be- that came before him? Shut up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> I know. All right, now, R. Kelly. Just letting y'all know how y'all be sounding. Was a no-show in court yesterday. Why he refused to be transported from his federal jail cell to state court. So it was a routine pretrial hearing that was updating the judge on evidence, bail issues. They had to do it without him, but they wanted to know why he didn't make it to court. And they said he refused to get in the car and go. So that's why he wasn't there. I don't know what's... Well, I'm sure he's How going... How can R. Kelly refuse to get in the car? Ain't he in handcuffs? That's what I was saying. He's already locked <laughs> up. How can he refuse to get in the car? Um... I mean, maybe it wasn't something that he had to be there for, but they expected him to be there because they were still able to do that without him. It was a routine pretrial hearing. It's not going to end well. Maybe his lawyer was there. It's not going to end well for him, bro. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but he refused to go. Once you're in custody, you can't just tell people I'm not going somewhere. Apparently you can. Can they drag you? Yes. Yeah. We've seen people have been dragged before. They could probably just be like, you're not going to go. It's not going to reflect well on you. You sure it is what you want to do? All right. Bring him back to his cell. 
I don't know. I'm talking about things I have no idea of. I just yeah, I don't know if they like, can drag you. It would just seem like they could just throw you in the back of the paddy wagon. That's what I would think. And take you wherever they wanted. Where is I mean, it probably, it probably hurts you more than it hurts... I mean, it probably hurts R. Kelly more that he didn't show up than it hurts them. Oh, he's in Brooklyn now, right? Um, no, no, I think he's back in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, he's back in Chicago? Mm-hmm. All right, Cardi B and Bernie Sanders. You know, she's been doing these uh, interviews, and this was actually done in Detroit at the 10 at the nail salon, so shout out to them. And she sat down with Bernie Sanders there. We already played one clip for you where she was talking about minimum wage and finances. Well, next she's talking about the police brutality. Here's it, Cardi B talking to Bernie. It makes us feel like we're worthless. We constantly see a man getting killed every day. And it seems like nobody cares. First thing we do is we make sure that young people in this country, black and Latino, Native American, whoever they may be, get the kind of education and job training they need so they can go out and get good jobs. We have to invest in jobs and education, not more jails and incarceration. Now, Cardi B has been a Bernie Sanders supporter. She even said back in April to Teen Vogue that she'll always go with Bernie. So I guess it only made sense for them to have this sit down together. Now, here's what else she had to say with Bernie Sanders about police brutality. If a police officer kills somebody, that killing must be investigated by the United States Department of Justice. Number three, we at the federal level make sure that police departments look like the communities that they serve, not like an oppressive army. I don't want people thinking that that we're trying to attack the police. Because let me tell you something. There was this one time that I started to feel like I hate the police. But there's a lot of cops that go in their jobs and they want to protect their people. Listen, drop on the clues bonds for Barty. Okay, say what you want about Barty. She is yet another effective messenger, simple and to the point. Keep telling y'all the language of politics is dead. All right, and Cardi knows how to get from A to B. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing, we have to tell people to get out there and vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, yes. but make sure you're registered to vote. Make sure you go and vote. A lot of times they're trying to suppress your vote, and people will tell you it doesn't matter, but make sure you register and you go out there and vote. Yeah, I agree with all that, but they still got to pass some type of election security bill so we make sure that there's no type of uh, interference from outside sources because I want to make sure my goddamn vote counts. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course we want to make sure of that, but please do not be discouraged and decide not to vote or stay home. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Shalabai! Yes, sir. Who are you giving that down to? Well, you know, it's Friday, and we just like to keep things on a high note. Um, so let's discuss a little incest, why don't we? What? Huh? Before oh, after the hour. Are we going to play Guess What Race This Is? It's so clear what race this is. As soon as you, heard, as soon as you said nah, incest. I'm, we're I'm talking gonna... rape. We're talking incest. No. All right, we'll get I into this next. I think we know what this is, people. We'll get into it next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, August 16th, goes to GOP Representative Steve King. Now, let the record show the mayonnaise is heavy on this one, okay? Too much goddamn mayonnaise. Since the beginning of time, the greatest threat to this planet has been old white men. 
It is what it is. Okay, every authority figure they have shown us since we were kids has been old white men. When we picture colonizers, it's old white men. Slave masters, old white men. During Jim Crow, who's creating all these laws to marginalize and oppress people, old white men. Who's making these abortion laws in 2019 and taking away women's rights? Old white men. Old white men are the people who want to make this country great again, a.k.a. make this country white again. America is the old white man's fubu, all right, for us, by us. I'm just not a us, all right? <laughs> this is their country. The laws are made for them. And to protect them, we, uh, you know, and, yeah, the laws are made for them and to protect them. And, you know, we're just trying to amend those rules so we can have a place in this society. But that said, GOP Rep Steve King of Iowa is the latest example of the type of old white man uh, with old savage white ideologies that needs to be sent back where he came from. And that is the Caucus Mountains. All right, I'm telling you, America will not be safe until these old white men like Representative Steve King are sent back to the caves in Europe that they came from. Oh, you mad I'm talking like this about your beloved white man? Well, let's see if you keep that same energy after you hear why he is getting donkey of the day. See, Stephen King on Wednesday questioned whether there would be any population left on Earth if not for rape or incest. Huh? Hello? Mm -mm. Uh, McFly, anybody home? I repeat, GOP Rep Steve King of Iowa questioned whether there would be any population left on Earth if not for rape or incest. You don't believe me, do you? You think I'm making this up. Well, roll the tape. We know the reasons why we don't accept exceptions uh, for the most of us for rape and incest, because it's not the baby's fault. But there's another, I start to wonder about this. What if it was okay, and what if we went back through all the family trees and just pulled those people out that were products of rape and incest? Would there be any population of the world left if we did that? Considering all the wars and all the rape and pillage that's taken place and whatever happened in culture after society, I know I can't certify that they're not part of a product of that. And I'd like to think every one of the lives of us are as precious as any other life. Steve, Steve, Steve. Uh, I don't know if you know or not, but... People have sex without raping and committing incest all the time. Okay, now I know your father and grandfather were probably slave owners and they told you stories of how they would just have their way with the help. And I'm sure you may have slept with a first cousin or two, maybe a sister. I'm not judging. Uh, but none of that behavior is normal. Okay? But to some people it is. You don't believe me? This was on CNN last night. They took it to the streets to talk to people in Iowa to see what they had to say and listen to what some of the folks in Iowa had to say. Obviously, there's been incest everywhere. In every family, somebody has somebody that they wish they hadn't been around. Every family? Many families. I hope my family doesn't. Well, what was his name, Eddie, so I can give him his credit? What was that old, old white man's name? <laughs> I don't know what they do in their family, but that ain't happened in my family. <laughs> family reunions be lit. <laughs> It'd be crazy. What's y'all people, boy? Who is it? What's his name, Eddie? I, don't, I won't give him the credit he deserves. I know he was a barber in Iowa. He was a barber? Yeah. He didn't sound like no barber. Uh, I'll, figure, I'll figure out his name in a minute. Uh, listen, here's the thing. Do you want to make America great again? Ron Bartlett. What, Ron what? Bartlett. Ron Bartlett? <laughs> Ron Bartlett. Okay. Listen, Ron Bartlett, uh, Steve King, do you want to make America great again or do you want to make America rape again? All right? Is incest we can believe in a 2020 campaign slogan? See, you really got to watch these people when they say they want to make America great again because rape and sleeping with their sisters is part of that great agenda. Ooh, <laughs> <right>? disgusting. <laughs> please I let Chelsea... Come at your mouth. Please let Chelsea Handler give Steve King the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw! Hee-haw! That is way too much Dan Mayonnaise. All right. 
What is wrong with people? I have no idea. even think something like that. Well, thank you for that dog here today. Now, when we come back, Marlon Wayans will be joining us. He has a new movie that's uh, out today. It's called Sex uh, Sex Tuplets? Yes, Sex Tuplets. That's All right. six siblings. That's right. So we'll kick once. with him when we come back. So don't move. <laughs> Marlon Wayans, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Getting a lot of movie money. That's right, Marlon Wayne. You stop throwing my money out there <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Just as it's gentrified, don't mean the no, is. So you got, you got a suit do on. Do not you get good. me jumped. He came here differently. They're not gonna rob you in a suit. Because here's what happened. They don't rob me in a suit. That's the you rob. You give me your f***ing credit card, because <laughs> you got good credit. Well, uh, we appreciate you for always stopping by here whenever yep. you have a project coming out, because you have sex tuplets coming out on Netflix, Yes. and you make sure you stop by the Breakfast Club. Because y'all, y'all are hot. You, you think I'm going to come here when this ain't hot? You know what I'm going to sit next to this mean <laughs> when, when, when your ratings is not good? No. No. I actually feel f***ed up right now. My voice is gone. Why, See, I be stage? minding my business hard being a comedian. I mind my business and they f with me. Who? I'm in Catch last night mm. and Victor Cruz and he has some chuckle monkey with him. You know that you just carry around? <laughs> yep, yep. He has no value. Uh -oh. You just took him out the hood and all he do is laugh at <laughs> your and for it no ain't funny. <laughs> so now I gotta raise my voice and say, and Victor wanna snap, and I'm like, oh, I don't trust with Puerto Rican names. And so me and him going at it, and I said some things, I said evil stuff, because we went at it for like evil 20 minutes. Puerto Rican? Yes, he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, but he ain't the kind of Puerto Rican that Puerto Ricans embrace, because it look Dominican. Let's be real about this. <laughs> so I, Is that true, John? I, I got in trouble last time. They call him Chocolate, all right? And, and but here's the thing, I felt, I was like, we kept going, it was like 30 minutes in, and Victor was like, you sweating? I said, yeah, I'm sweating. This shit has worked for me. You think I'm around, I'm trying to hurt your feelings. I'm trying to hurt your feelings now. I'm sweating, I was like, I don't go on your football field and expect not to get hit, so another hour goes by, my voice is going, and I'm still, his man had on some sneakers, it looked like, the Jordans that Michael Jordan actually scored 65 points in the Garden <laughs> win, and he threw it to him like that Coca-Cola commercial with um what's his name Mean Joe Green here kid, and this put him on. I could put a whole hand in the back of his shoe. Ain't no grown and no people grown man wear a shoe two sizes up. You ain't gonna grow into them. <laughs> so we kept going, and it got to a point. I said, Victor, you gonna make me say some. It's gonna keep you up tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> ah, I said some evil stuff. What did you say? What I said you're too young to retire. Who retires at 23? What kind of meniscus tear is this? <laughs> and then I just, I said, what do you do with the rest of your life? And then I oh, thought, oh my God. On, and then, I know. And then, then they kept <laughs> giving me tequila. And I started getting more evil. And then I, at a point, we just stopped because I seen him look. Like a little upset. And, yeah, he looked and he just blinked. <laughs> <laughs> like it's too real and then we we turned the corner and we started talking like regular because you know we from the hood and when yeah, you yeah, on the yeah. hood you mm -hmm. on the block you on the corner and these three my three jewish friends they don't know what the is going on they think we're gonna fight right. like now we we ain't fighting yet <laughs> it's just hot it's just hot in here and so afterward you know we got cool we was talking and here's what's up about me as we're talking all I'm doing is thinking about snaps for the next time I see this nigga. <laughs> 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 oh, you grown ass. 
nigga with a space in his teeth. Use your money the right way and get your goddamn <laughs> teeth fixed. Clearly, it's still on your mind this morning. It is. I woke up and I had more jokes. I, I, <laughs> oh I said, he looked like the villain in the Peter Cottontail cartoon. <laughs> well, oh, I guess that's Lord why he was going mercy. at you on Instagram. He did? <laughs> that's no. what Marlon oh, wants. Marlon, like, please go at me on Instagram. Me. <laughs> oh, now you got me swimming. <laughs> you did for real? No. 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 Yeah, but Victor's my man. I, it was fun. It, it reminded me of the block. Like, just at the end of the forth. day, mm -hmm. I'm just a... And you can't... But once you start doing this professionally, don't f with comedians, because we'll stay up, literally. I was... I couldn't sleep last night. Now my f***ing voice is gone. And I feel f***ed up. And I'm sorry. I want to... I'm a pilot. Victor Cruz, I'm apologizing if I said anything that was slightly evil. I meant it, but I didn't mean it to hurt your feelings. That's very true about comedians, though. You might throw one at him, and then you think, and he's going to oh, throw right. one back to me. Would you throw nope. a jab at Floyd Mayweather? No, exactly. Why the f*** with me? He was like, three hours later, he said, you still going. I said, I do four shows a night. I don't give a f***. You're going to be tired. I'm not. I'm Jesus sorry. Christ. Let's, let's go back to again. sex toughless, man. Oh, now you, you, you now just, everybody going to think I'm on cocaine and I'm not. I don't even <laughs> you like coke. You're sweating, no yeah, I know, but that's why every time I come on here, the is like, you do cocaine. I'm like, no, the keep their room hot. It's actually very cold <laughs> it's very, in here. It's very cold. Now, sex toughless, you just every character in, the, in sex toughless? I want every check. I'm tired of splitting money with my brothers. I want my own check. I want to split it with my so you wrote it, produced it, started I it. I co-wrote it. Uh, Mike Glock wrote it. Rick and I, my producing partner, Rick Alvarez, we rewrote it. And then, um, I, yeah, I, we, me and Rick produced it. And um, Mike Titus, who's directed all my other movies, directed it. And I play six characters. By so far. you find out that you are a sex tuplet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I play a guy named Alan. Alan is about to have a baby, so he's having a, uh, uh, somewhat of a, a crisis because he's adopted. So he wants to find his birth family to introduce his kids to. So he goes on a journey to find his birth family, and he finds his brother Russell, who's played by me. That's the fat one, right? The fat one. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, Russell talks like this. Mm -hmm. And so Russell and him find discover that they're one of six sextuplets. So we go on a road trip to find the rest of our other sextuplets, and I play every last single sextuplet. <laughs> and this is... It's a mind blow, but it's it's my best work. And my sister, Kim, she was so cute, because my sister... My, my family is critical. Mm-hmm. And my sister, who is very hard on me because I, she always believes that, yo, you're better than that. You're better than that. This one, she said, Marlon, this movie was special. She said, that's the baby boy that I know. She mm -hmm. said, this is not just a movie for the comedy that comedy needs. This is the movie the world needs. And I started laughing like, <laughs> you think this is going to stop world issues? They should show this <laughs> at the Hong Kong airport. <laughs> <laughs> they need to show this to Trump. All his racism will go away. <laughs> it's like, you know, and, and she was just so proud of me. She was like, there was no body fluids. It was all appropriate. You wasn't humping a stuffed animal. I didn't see your ass not one time. She said, baby boy, this is your best work and so I um I'm, I'm gonna take her word for it. So Kim hated all your other stuff? Um she didn't like it. <laughs> she, she liked moments. My sister will be very honest with I like this about that. Now why crazy Netflix. you got that kind of gauge though. I uh -huh. didn't even think about that. I'm like man you can let Keenan see your shit and Damon and Kim and it's like if they wouldn't like it, I wouldn't know if I would put it out. No, see, that's why I don't ask their opinion until afterwards. Right. It's already out. <laughs> Keenan have you waiting on one project for 30 years. Like, <laughs> we, is it ready now? Mm, no, you got about three more drafts that you got to do. Keenan don't f around. We did Don't Be a Menace. Keenan made us do 19 drafts before we shot. Mm. 
a scene, right? And once we filmed it, the director messed the movie up. So we had to reshoot an entire movie. Wow. But the fact that we did 19 drafts prepared us mm. for the 10 days that we had to rewrite a completely different movie that in seven days we had to reshoot a completely different movie. Wow. And if it wasn't for the practice of writing those 19 drafts, we wouldn't have been able to put Don't Be a Menace together to make a classic. All right, we got more with Marlon Williams. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Marlon Wayans. Now, why Netflix for this movie? You know, it's just they're not, they're not doing a lot of comedies out there. If you look at the movies, the, the, like the theaters, the box office, they're not doing comedies like they were doing comedies. This is a point, they're not doing movies the way they used to do movies. And honestly, Netflix embraces comedy and they embrace diversity mm -hmm. and you know and for me i'm a diverse comedian so mm -hmm. for that platform and it's worldwide people don't understand my last movie was number one in 193 countries that's what naked did oh yeah I watched yeah. It on, yeah and it's at home you ain't got to leave your crib so th the numbers that's on netflix is it's sickening now they're in over 200 million homes so if you're looking for worldwide superstar status then go to a worldwide platform. Like Marlon, my numbers on Netflix with Marlon is way bigger than it ever was on NBC. I wish NBC would stop wasting black creatives' time with sitcoms. You? You talking to a <laughs> whose time they wasted? Because <laughs> I don't feel like they give, they give them a proper shot. I don't feel like they gave Gerard a proper shot. I don't feel like they gave you a proper shot. Can you go sit and talk to Can you call him? Call whoever the white man is over there and tell him this point of view. Do you have an all-over deal with Netflix? No. Nope. Since you do so much with uh -uh. them? Mm-mm. Uh -uh. You want to talk to him? Hey, y'all got good ideas. <laughs> you go talk to the white man at NBC. You go talk to the brother at Netflix. Let, we going to get this check. And you, we going to get this real estate money. Go. Hey, I be seeing you doing that real estate. And I'm like, I got some extra chips to throw into this DJ Envy. I, I see you driving Rolls Royces and things, different color ones. <laughs> You got some. You got some real cake. Don't sit here you know looking like a relief pitcher for the Yankees. Paporte <laughs> Rivera. Don't don't do this. I know you can't pitch. You got that money. How you got that money? I enjoy it, man. But you know, I leave here and that's all I do for the rest of the day. I do real estate and I actually go into the houses. I look at them. I go into buildings and mm -hmm. figure it out. That's 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 what I enjoy. I think I want to enjoy that. I want to. You got to teach. I'm gonna sit down with I'm you. Sure, yeah. Now, what about white chicks too? Are we working on that? Did you start yet? You got to be tired of that question. Don't make me. I can't call Terry Crews a liar because he's big and he's buff. And if he ever hits me, his fist is going to go through my chest. But he's not telling the truth. So he's a liar. So he's a liar. No, he's not a liar. Don't do this. Maybe he's trying to speak it into existence. He said y'all about to start. Yeah, but no. It's don't start till Maybe we get a check and we get... Maybe you're not the involved in it. <laughs> Wait, you know what's messed up? Is nowadays, that's the type that, of yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Like, it happened to you with Scary Movie. White Chicks, starring Kevin Hart. What the <laughs> <laughs> it happened to you with Scary Movie, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, Scary Movie happened like that. But you know what? Here's the thing. But that was that time. It won't happen like that on White Chicks because there'll be massive lawsuits. And, you know, when we was younger, we was like, yo, take that. But now, you can, and look what happened with that franchise. It dies over time. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, me and my brothers know what the sequel will be. We already know what we want to do it. But what I'm not going to do is beg a studio to go do it. It's going to take a, a budget to make White Chicks too. We can't just do it, you know, and we can't do it for the same 
same budget we did because inflation and everything done went up. And if we're going to do White Chicks 2, we got to make a classic just as good as the first one or it's not worth doing. Those white women going to be outraged. Cultural appropriation. No, they'll love making it. making a mockery of they'll, their culture. They'll love it. If you do the jokes the right way, nobody's upset. You know who loves Here's a good joke. If I'm cracking a joke on you and if I'm talking about Puerto Ricans, mm -hmm. And Puerto Ricans are laughing. Envy, look at envy. Then that's a damn good joke. <laughs> no, Puerto Rican, and Puerto man. Ricans they'll laugh. They right. want you, yeah. yo. They'll laugh. You got ten minutes, and then they're like, "I right, talk about the nitos," <laughs> you know. But but if it's a good joke, right. the people that you're making fun of laugh the loudest. If I right. do a gay joke and the gays are laughing, that's a damn good joke. You know who loves white chicks the best? White chicks. White chicks. Mm -hmm. So it's a damn good joke and a damn good movie because the culture that we're sending up embraces it. And we don't attack when we do movies. We're not out to attack. we out to make everybody laugh at themselves. We are called equal opportunity offenders. You're not scared. I was watching Hangover. I was on a plane watching Hangover. Yeah. And uh, there cried? was one scene when, when they pulled up to his house and they was like, Doctor, what? I was like, there's no Dr. way. Doctor the gay slur. That yeah. rhymes with maggot. I said, there is no way they can do that now. But I don't, I, I don't no, know. No, but here's the thing. Here's what, here's what not, people don't understand. The world ain't as sensitive as you think. I'm on stage every weekend. I talk about everything, okay? Especially having to do with, you know, culture. I talk about everything. The audience is receptive to it. They laugh because they know that what I'm saying is not out to just hurt people mm -hmm. feeling. I'm here to make everybody laugh about stuff that's hurting us all. Mm -hmm. Only place people are sensitive is on social media that alerts the media. And then the media sends the story of, this is how we're all feeling. That's mm -hmm. bull And it's out of context sometimes. That's not the way people feel. Right. People like to laugh. Mm -hmm. When they go to comedy store, say what you want. We can still do jokes the way we live in America. First Amendment, freedom of speech. I'm going to use that for the rest of my days. I ain't apologizing for shit I do in comedy. F it. I meant it. I was supposed to be funny. With that said, I want to apologize to Victor Cruz about <laughs> the meniscus thing. I, I felt bad about that. That's not the one that probably hurt With him that real, being man. said. He ain't to finish the way he wanted to finish. That one probably hurt him for yeah, real. Yeah, I felt bad. But he's got more jokes next time he sees you, so he don't feel I'll bad. I'll see you again, Victor. I'll, I'll let you get three or four off. From all I got to go, he got TV to do that. All right, well, Word. Sex Tablets is on Netflix Today, Friday. Yes, so. today, yes. Mm -hmm. Check it out. My best work by far. Um, I, I'm really proud of this one. And uh, I feel like this performance, I deserve a damn Oscar or some kind of gold statue. Put it out there. Okay. I put it in the universe. Why not? Well, let's watch Terry it. Terry Crews is. And let's chime in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Marlo Wayans. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Bye, guys. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, Yo. good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk some new music. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Young Thug put out a new project today. So much fun. Y'all excited? I didn't anticipate yep. that coming out. I want to hear listen to it. I'll listen to it. Mm. All right, now, Rucci from Inglewood, he put out a new album as well today. So, Quality Control's album, Control the Streets Volume 2, is also out today. Mm -hmm. And uh, in addition to that, we got Currency, Hot August Nights. Shout out to Currency. He'll be at your car show, right? Yeah, he'll be at the car show. He's got some cars coming to the car show. Uh, Cousin Stiz, trying to find my next thrill. ASAP Fur got a new album, Floor Seats EP. Mm-hmm. 
That's out today as well. So just letting y'all know what's out now. Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt is now available on YouTube Music Premium, SoundCloud, and more streaming services as well. It used to be a title exclusive, but now they have additional streaming services with that. And speaking of Jay-Z, Benny the Butcher, he said he was asked to do the XXL cover, and Jay-Z talked him out of it. He told him I was going to do it. But he told me not to. He made a big point. He let me know that when it's my time, there ain't going to be no voting. I ain't going to have to share it. He said Jay-Z broke down a similar situation that he had earlier in his career. He told me about a situation where somebody turned something down and showed him that it's okay to be you and take the work that you're comfortable with for your brand. So he said he had always wanted it, but he said, I told these people, no, what is happening in my life? So make sure you guys uh, check out that full interview of Crook's Corner. I would like to hear more about uh, Benny the Butcher being locked up with um, Emery. You know, him and Emery was locked up together? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Now All you right. signed to Rock Nation? Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about some more new music. Sway Lee and Drake, they have a new song called Won't Be Late. Yeah, be careful. Pressing on me heavy. Pressing up against me. Real close. Makasi. Moving on me, wasi. Time is moving real slow. Won't be late. Nice Afrobeats vibe, right? Yep. It's produced by Afrobeat artist Techno, and Sway Lee also put out another song called Sextasy with Mike Will Made It Production and uh, Top Squad DJ. Now, DJ Khaled and Drake have also teased that they have a new collaboration on the way. Khaled put an Instagram video of Drake pointing to his watch, and he said, be patient, it's coming. So I guess that's going to be coming up soon, too. Khaled and Drake together. Nicki Minaj did a remix of Pop Smoke's Welcome to the Party. You want to hear that? Yeah. Okay. It's a Mac fact, I'm in a black bag, we never lack lack with that strap. I'm a drive through, but if we back back, it's gonna clap, clap, and that's that. I never tap tap if I don't like a hoe. You act, act like you like a though. Never backtrack if I ain't fing with you, can't sit with us, but you might go. I'm a pretty bitch, that's a ditty bitch, got a milli bitch, so I'll go. Silly bitches, I'm Achilles bitches, yo pop, who the fuck wants smoke? Keep, keep it real, you really mad, cause your baby dad used to like me though. I, I ain't fing cause I ain't want him, told him take a hike like a hiker though. 50 moon boots, size six, got me walking around like I'm Michael, though. Paint my hair because I'm Tyson, Jordan, Angelo. Okay. Pop smoke. Mm-hmm. Now, earlier today, uh, well, yesterday, Nicki Minaj had tweeted out, Charlamagne gets so excited when he thinks someone about to say something negative about me. That tail gets to wagging. Mm-hmm. That little pee gets to popping. He gets to giggling. Hey. They ban me from the show, but always talking about me. I'm pulling up because we in New York soon. I'd rather be invited, though. Just saying. Nicki, you know I love you. Like, you don't have to say things like that to get my attention. Well, like, she's I invited, right? She, she is not she, banned she, from the she breakfast club. disinvited. Nobody ever banned Nicki Minaj from She's the breakfast club. He's not banned club. from the breakfast club. Safari, right. Safari has been banned from the breakfast club because of DJ Envy, you know, but... Okay. Nicki has never been banned from the breakfast club. Never. <laughs> not one time. <laughs> All right, in addition to Nicki Minaj's Pop Smoke remix, French Montana did one also. Free just now, free Roddy and Bob. Hey, I just slammed the sweetest. Had a yellow free rock. Hey, the spirits catch by. Free take a free max. So rock there was Rob. Call me French vanilla pop. Big boats, no little yachty. Take off with this set like Cardi. I get these, these confused. Steve Hoff. She like, put a money bag, yo. I, 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 yo, I got it. like the promoter, New York City on my shoulder. Got no sense, like I'm 50. Bow, like I'm Jimmy. Okay. I wonder if him and 50 Welcome and, and him party. and Jim Jones squash their beef. I'm curious about that. Oh, you they did? did? I said, I wonder. I don't know. Then oh. he just shouted them out in the song. 
All right. That Go was crazy that. like Welcome I'm 50. I'm balling like I'm Jimmy. Now, speaking of more music, Saweetie is going to have Janae Aiko and City Girls on the for my uh, on the My Type remix. That should be good. And uh, last but not least, let's talk about Little Nas X. He is on the cover of Time. He said, as far as coming out, he said, I never would have done that if I wasn't in a way pushed by the universe. In June, I'm seeing pride flags everywhere and seeing couples holding hands, little stuff like that. And he said he first came out to his father and sister in early June, and then he let his fans and followers know some weeks later. Who, that Lil Nas X? Yes, Lil Nas X. I'm, I did the shop with Lil Nas X, the shop on HBO. to be out uh, September 3rd. He said he had to hold his fart in for the longest when he was in the picture. For the he shop. said that? Yeah, he posted it. <laughs> Says long time I haven't farted. Well, I appreciate you, Lil Nas X, and I'm gonna tell you why. If you would have farted, you'd have to put your is, pants. This is funny. Let's hear this live. Because everybody knows <laughs> that when men fart around other men, it's a form of flirting. Mm. So somebody in there had them turned on, but he had to hold it in. He didn't want to flirt with nobody. You know, there's a lot of married men in there. Myself, Kev. Who else was married in that picture? I don't know. Maverick Carter was there. C.J. McCullum's on the show. Kevin Love, Rob Gronkowski. Who else? I think that's it. Mm. Man, PJ. Maybe it's you. Probably it's a lot of yeah. people. Probably you. I mean, that's the shop. So always like yeah, seven, eight people, people in the shop. But September 3rd on HBO. All right. Well, shop. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt. Shout out to you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club from Quality Control. We have Coach K and P. And what about JT? Is she coming home this year? Yeah, JT will be home, like, JT will be home in, like, very soon. Like, probably, like, less than 30 days. Really? Oh, that's exciting. Wow. Ho- yeah, ho- that's exciting. You know, ho- God willing, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that's the plan, so she's supposed to be out next month. How hard is it to manage female rappers? Like, like what's the difference in dealing <laughs> with the female rappers and the, the male artists? Um, really? Look, man, man. You got an ear for them, Pete, it seemed like. Nah, I mean, it, I mean, just female artists, they're a little more emotional because they, they women, mm-hmm. but, but, Man. I don't know. Men are so emotional nowadays, too. Yeah. yeah. I, that, what I, I, that what I was just about to Everybody, say. Some of the yeah. men, more than the women. You know, some of these women standing up harder than the I think for women, it's just preparation time. That's like, what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Get ready. Women. You can't just roll out. Yeah. So like, you hold see. on, I got to get hair, makeup. Yeah, yeah dealing with men, you got to give them that time. Or, we need advance notice. Was, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> we first signed the City Girls, we like, you no, know, we used to have our guys, we shoot videos. Hey, let's get in, let's go. It's like, so now we learned, you know, we mm-hmm. learned now, but like in the beginning it was like, damn, we was pushy, pushy, pushy. Hold on, you got to give us time, you know. Right. How did y'all meet? Because I know we, we know Coach from, you know, Gucci, Jeezy, and P, you had your thing on the side. How did y'all come together and say, you know what, let's trust each other and work with each other? Because that's a hard one to go into business with somebody. I met him when I was, I was managing Gucci. Him and Gucci are like this, mm-hmm. you know, and P had a studio. At the time, he had a, he actually had his own label, mm-hmm. but then he stopped and he had a studio. And we kind of, you know, when you're around each other, we start, we was watching each other, watching each other, watching each other. And one day, people hit me, it was like, hey man, I'm trying to get some artists in the studio. I just built, I put a lot of money into the studio. I know you connected, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of artists. Can you help me? You know what I'm saying? It, and it, it was to a point like, I know, you know, the labels and all that. Let's get some of these artists through here because, you know, I got a lot of money invested in the studio. And I went, I went and seen the studio. And at the time, you know, I wanted, I always wanted to start a label. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And watching P, I'm like, I came to him, I was like, man, listen, man, I think we should probably start a label together. You know what I mean? He was like, I'm with it. But he was like, you know, I got to be real careful because I just dumped a lot of money into a label 
Mm-hmm. And it just really, you know, I didn't see nothing, you know, and I was like, trust me on this. And shit. Who was the first artist? Migos. Migos was the first, first yeah, artist to Migos, Yeah, first artist. What's the system of checks and balances for you two? If somebody wants to sign somebody, do you both have to say, I'm with it? If one person agrees, is that good enough? Or Honestly, do, you, do y'all ever each other. not agree? No, nah, we, nah, we, we just always support each other. We, we don't win together, lose together. It's just like... So it's never been something that one of you believed in, but the other one didn't? City girls. <laughs> yeah. We've had all... Yeah, 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 yeah. Pete, when I first called him city girls, he was like... I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Why you felt that way, B? <laughs> nah, it's just, I don't know. Like, when he, they ain't had him but one song. I think it was like one song. And it was one song. It's just, it, it just the, the, the stuff they was talking about. I was just like, uh. And then he showed me a picture of him. I was just like, I just didn't get it. But after I met them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I was, after I met them and just felt their energy and their they personalities. I, I started seeing everything he was talking about, so I was in. See, girls up 1.2 million. <laughs> but, but one thing I would say about y'all, I was talking to somebody yesterday. They was like, you know, one thing I said about QC, not only do they develop talent, they said their business is great. They said they keep their word. Yeah. They said they, they'll turn down a check to keep their word. And they said, in this game, you don't really see that too much. Yeah. And I, I was like, that's that's dope. Yeah, you got you to gotta try to keep your face clean in this business if you want to if you wanna try to life of me in a this ain't no lit. This is like my life now. So, you know, in order for you, I try to tell my whole team, like, man, the same people you gonna see going up, you gotta see them, like, when shit ain't good. So, I always just try to keep your word and try to do fair and good bidding with everybody because, like, when shit ain't good, folks gonna remember how you how you did business with them and, you know what I'm saying, they gonna still support you, you know what I'm saying, until you get back right, so. Gotta always just keep your face clean. So, 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 P, you been going to therapy? I saw you on Big Boy. Nah, 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 okay. nah, nah. I was just saying, like, nah. He asked me something about it, and I was just, I was just saying how I see, I need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. But okay. you know, oh, you go, coach? Or how long you been yeah. going? Mm, strong like a year now. You think that's something should be implemented, like in, sure. at labels? Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure, for I say sure. Say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell my artists out when we just talk person. I say, man, get, go get some therapy, man. It's not, yeah. it's. It's not that you ain't cool. You know, us as, as black men, just growing up, we had these egos and all this pride, but we need it. Yeah, yeah. You might want to get somebody on week. staff, like yeah. on Billions. Yeah. yeah. I, shoot, I, I, I need it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I yeah. think I'm, I'm going to go find somebody. Why not? You got coach right there. He can hook you up with somebody. Yeah, but, but he like my therapist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Every time I have problems, like, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm calling call the coach. You know what I'm saying. These brothers got to go too. Oh, word, okay. word, word. We appreciate you for joining us, man. So listen, quality control project out. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, go get that. We go, we going hard. We control going crazy. Control right volume two. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us, Coach KP. My man. All right. Now keep it locked. When we come back, we got the positive note. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to Marla Wayans for joining us this morning. Yes. Make sure you go watch. Se- you started watching it, right, NV? I didn't start Sex watching it. Oh. I'm going to watch it today. I couldn't watch it. My wife was out last night, so I couldn't watch it without her. I would have got in trouble. So, 
tonight we'll we'll be watching that uh tonight. I'm excited for it. Before I leave. And also shout to uh Coach K and P. Quality controller a compilation is out today as well. Uh tonight I'm gonna be in Virginia Beach to seven five seven. I'm gonna be at Vibes and then tomorrow I'm gonna be in Syracuse for they're doing a gala that I'm gonna be DJing for. And then Sunday, of course, is Tycoon's uh weekend. It's fifty cents weekend. He does a weekend called Tycoon. He's doing like a bunch of events. So Sunday is the pool party. Where's that code in Jersey. Oh, okay, nice. So it's going to be a lot of fun, so shout out to 5th and everybody. And then I'm still preparing for the car show, September 7th. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. September 7th, family day in New Jersey. Get your tickets. We're going to have a lot of fun at that car show. And I'm going to be with The Source this weekend. The Source 360 is their sixth annual event. Shout out to Londell. I was supposed to do it too, but I couldn't because I've been moving around. But what up, Londell? Salute to Londell. Yes, I'm part of the speaker series. I'm doing the Health is Wealth. I'm moderating that panel. And uh, that should be an exciting one because Freeway's on that one. Uh, our girl, Coach Jesse, mm-hmm. who comes up here with the detox doctors all the time. Okay. Dr. Kanisa Boyce, NDO champ, and Stephanie Carnegie will all be on that Health is Wealth. And it's in Brooklyn, so it's also a biggie celebration. Nice. So that's going to be really fun. I'm excited for that on Saturday. And um, I'll be at Monk's Corner uh, tomorrow from 12 to 4 p.m. I'll be at the Monk's Corner Recreation Complex, 418 East Main Street, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. I'm having my annual backpack school supply giveaway, and it's a big-ass fish fry. I got my niece, Nala Simone, providing the soundtrack. Uh, Salute to Sprayground. They provided backpacks. And we're just going to be out there having a good time from 12 to 4 p.m. So bring your kids. I know school starts back in South Carolina, I think on Monday, if I'm not mistaken, in Berkeley County. So, yeah, if you haven't gotten your kids' backpacks and school supplies yet, pull up on me tomorrow, 12 to 4 p.m., Monk's Corner Recreation Complex, okay? Okay. All right, well, leave us on a positive note. Yes, I just want to say, man, awareness and action go hand in hand. And in order to be successful and sustain any process of meaningful change, both awareness and action are necessary. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?